everybody get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast. With David and Nikki Nellis on this post-Father's Day Sunday. Seriously? Somebody asked me what still, I did on Father's Day. Are you still holding on went to by that? me. Yeah, I got okay. a lot of bitterness. Uh, we, got, we have a great show, so we I'm do not have bitter a terrific about show. that. Pokey Papa is here. It's a restaurant that opened... Yay! Uh, just in April on 8th Street in Penn Quarter, uh, owner Kerry Chow is in. He's gonna. They specialize in Hawaiian-inspired poke bowls. If you don't know what that is, you're going to find out. But they're, they're sitting in front of it me. It is like the beautiful. hottest trend right now nationally, so I cannot wait to get and into Kerry's it. Got, he's got dollar bills sticking out of his pocket. <laughs> I know, so. exactly. Okay. He's doing really well. You want me to sing? Please, God, don't sing. Okay. Okay, I'm going to beg you not to sing. All right, so earlier this month, Dr. I had the... Dr. Okay, stop. Mr. Okay, stop. Nope. Okay. Um, I had the opportunity to go to the Nava Health and um, Vitality Center where I got to meet with Dr. McMillan. She took in, like, all my details about my health, and I got a blood test, and we discussed everything that was going on in my life from anxiety to my daily routine anxiety. to how i eat exactly what and then uh, i went back in for a report so today on air we're going to talk with lakeisha mcmillan the doctor i first met with and also uh anna goldsecker who is a nutritionist with nava and we're going to talk about my results but also how you can use nava in your daily life which right. i cannot wait to do and i love eating ethiopian food mm -hmm. i love using my hands uh, chef chris roberson who was at Central? I just think you like Vidalia. to just eat with your hands. That's I do, what I think you I'm just that way. About. Yes. Uh, Chris Roberson is now at Atete, which is a uh, has been a fixture in Little Ethiopia's Shaw since 2005. He's got a menu that uh, combines classic Ethiopian dishes with some uh, modern influences. He's in on the show. We're going to hear about Atete and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a death match going. I love beer. Gauntlet throne. You love wine. So we brought in preeminent beeries and wineies today. Um, uh, first from award-winning Tarara, you're, you, you, we should get you one of those jackets. This is like your ninth time on the show. It's winemaker Jordan hey, Harris. Come on, like twice a year. It's so nice. Yeah, and he brought. I mean, every time you come, you got another kid with you. I know. Jeez. I, 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 I'm trying to learn what. This guy is fertile. <laughs> I can tell you what causes it. Says the man with five children. It's called Boom Boom. <laughs> right. Anyways, and from Old Ox Brewery, with it's a family-owned brewery. Graham Burns is here. His wife, Marianne, is here. Silent Marianne, we call her, right? <laughs> yeah. But she's going to talk. And uh, we're really going to do kind of a taste-off here. I prefer beer, and you prefer and wine. And I prefer wine. It's no knock on anybody who's on the other side. No, but, but we're I'm looking do that. forward to this. But we got to start with our buddy, uh, Mitch Berliner, who's out at Central Farm Markets. Uh, Mitch, are you there? Hi, Mitch. Hi. 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 Nikki. How you doing? Good. good. How are you doing? How are, what a gorgeous day for the market. Well, it is. It is a beautiful day, and uh, we love everybody to come down to the Central Farm Markets. We're open till 1.30 in Bethesda, 2.30 in Mosaic. And today is a day that starts the kickoff of the peach season. We are loaded with peaches, nectarines, and uh, we still have all kinds of berries. So the different seasonal things yeah, are overlapping. I love those peaches, man. That's what you should do. You should send a, like a crate of them to the show. But so isn't that a problem this year with peaches? Isn't there's no, a lot of reports that peaches are going to be Georgia uh, peach yeah. growers lost no, half their crop. Yeah, right. Peaches are, peaches are fine. Peaches, as a matter of fact, are 
better than ever because we had a lot of dry weather. Okay. The apricots are the earliest bloomers. This is the third year in a row that there are zero apricots in the mid-Atlantic, unfortunately, because it was, he had a warm winter, I mean, mm-hmm. as you remember, and then we had a cold snap, and they butted out and froze. There's nobody anywhere that has apricots. So uh, people think farming's an easy business. Uh, try it out. You can do everything perfectly, and Mother Nature will kick you right in the you-know-where. Best laid so that's plans. What's going yes, on. exactly. Yes, so uh, we have the most ultimate respect for our farmers, and farmers everywhere. It's a tough tough business and uh full confession i'm not at the farmer's market where are uh, you we are we are at the fancy food show and we are debuting the skinny salamis which are now available on amazon and at our farmer's market well and you already so know how i here. feel about the skinny salamis so yeah, they're, they're lamb salamis and they are absolutely addictive i love those thank you and they go to make sure that there's no fighting between you two. They go with beer and wine. <laughs> well, we're going to fight anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, can you get those online? Yes, he just yes. said you can no, get no, them no, on No, 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 but I mean, uh, well, I, I missed, I, I didn't miss say that, that right. But Where do you yeah, get yeah. those you online? To, you Amazon. Go, you go to Amazon. But what do you, you ask for? Skinny, skinny salamis. salamis. That's it? Right. Yes. All right. It's not complicated. I can say that. <laughs> Don't you feel sorry for Nikki that she married somebody so stupid? Right. Uh, no, not at all. You guys complement <laughs> each other well. And if you want the anxiety to come down a little bit, Nikki, um, spend a little less time with the guy. That's right. Okay. That's the problem. <laughs> all right, right Mitch. Fine, thanks right. a lot. Have fun at the Fancy Thank Food you. Show. Thank you, guys. We'll be back in town and uh, have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye bye. All right, so let's get over to Graham and, and Jordan and talk okay, about Ferrara so and Old Why are we having a beer versus wine? Why are we putting throwing down the gauntlet between you guys? What's going on here? Well, we uh, this all sort of started because there's a crab feast that we're doing in July. And uh, quite frankly, I mean, most people, they think about having a nice cold beer when they're doing crab. But since it's at Tarara, I decided we need to have a little throwdown. And mm-hmm. our buddies at Old Ox, I figured, you know, I... They make good beer, but I think I can beat them. You do? Okay. So let's just give people a little 411 on Tarara first, since you've been in before, and then we'll go to Graham. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been around um, for almost 30 years, started mm-hmm. up in 89, but uh, just pretty excited to keep growing and uh, keep producing some cool wines in Loudoun County in Virginia. Best way to check us out. I mean, well, come out to us. We're just outside of Leesburg. Or go on to our website, www.tarara.com, T-A-R-A-R-A. I mean, well, I just no- I noticed in all the materials we got that you were just awarded, uh, you're, you're one of the top 100 influential winemakers in the U.S. Into Wine named you that. I've always thought of, of you as influential, and now you are. That's yeah, cool. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's fun getting those Nice cool being noticed. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's turn to Graham now. Graham, got an... Uh, you started making uh, beer in, in the bathtub, basically, right? That's exactly right. I uh, love in that. the garage, more appropriately. Uh, my son and I homebrewed together for about 10 years. Uh, every home brewer at some point drinks a little bit too much of his own product and says, Wouldn't it be a great idea to open a brewery? And apparently, we never sobered up. So <laughs> tomorrow will actually be our third uh, birthday as a, as a brewery. Uh, three years ago tomorrow, we opened but up. Meanwhile, so. they've got distribution in Whole Foods, and I mean, you're you're all over the place. Pretty much all your usual suspects: the the, the chains, Harris Teeter, uh, Giant, Whole Foods. Uh, wow, you're very lucky. Well, uh, obviously, we're very good. Well, we have a good partnership with our distributor, and we like uh, like to see that keep growing. Terrific. All right. So, what are you each pouring first? 
Uh, speaking for Old Axe, we're starting with a little bit of an unusual beer. We've got a Blood Orange Goza. Okay, great. And Jordan? I'm going to pour some of our Navaya White, which is our state vineyard blend of Viognier, Chardonnay, and Petit Mensang, just bright, crisp, fresh. Okay, terrific. You both can pour right so, now. Jordan, you can pass you have around. Trouble teaching people in Virginia how to say Viognier. No, everybody um, knows don't how to say Don't they say Vignone? Nobody yeah. says that. They, they do, actually. You know, it's no, kind they of don't. No, you Jordan, should hear the people about tasting Nikki, Not everybody's a snob like you. They, you don't have to be a snob to know how to say Vignet. Give me a break. Is that French? I mean, all, all wine. I mean, it's it's in a foreign language, really, for most writing. So people don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Vignet, it's generally Wagner. Yeah. <laughs> Vignet. All right. So let's turn to, while we're getting our beer and our wine, to mm-hmm. Carrie Chow of Pokey Papa. So, Carrie. Hi. Hi. Hello. Stop drinking and stop. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drink just yet. You're going on air. <laughs> okay, and then, uh, then so, I was introduced. Are okay. you Hawaiian? Is, what did all, how did all this happen? So, actually, I'm not Hawaiian. I'm from Missouri. I get that question a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, they're like, how did you come about poke? Do you know what a nui nui means? A nui nui? No. no. It's rainbow. Oh, okay. And we only know that because we went to Hawaii and yeah. we ate in a restaurant called Anui Nui. Oh, That's right. it. That's, That's yeah. as far as it goes. All right, so you're from Missouri, not Missouri, Missouri. No, you, a- you actually had that pronunciation right, I think. That uh, was <laughs> the first Mrs. Nellis. Uh, and, uh, That's no joke. That's no joke. That's the truth. So, but how? why Hawaii? Why pokey? Because uh, uh, me and my wife, we love it. We just love poke. Uh, but so where did you have it? Like, how did you... Is it you... poke or pokey? It's poke. Poke. And uh, it, we've been to Hawaii. Well, I, I've been to Hawaii. My wife hasn't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Who'd you go with? <laughs> uh, family. Um, and then uh, also on the West Coast, there's a, a big influence of kind of mainland poke. So let's... What Coast. is it? Yeah, Tell let's everybody. discuss it. Because I think a lot... We were talking about this off air. Like, a lot of people are like, isn't it just ahi tuna? But Say it's not. It's one. much more than that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, basically, poke is marinated raw fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back... So not just tuna. Right. It can be uh, different kinds of fish, but more m- the most traditional one is tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, so back when the fishermen in Hawaii were out on the boats, uh, they needed a snack and something to eat. And right. so they would just poke, poke it up. Mm-hmm. And then they would just marinate it with sea salt and whatever mm. spices that they had with them. And then they would take that as And that their, would be lunch. Yeah, that would be their snack. meal. Exactly. Okay, but then, but now you've brought in a whole variety of things. So are these creations you've created well, in the under the theme of poke, or, or it, is this if you were to go to Hawaii, these are the kinds of things you would see? Well, so like uh, what you're eating now is our, our onalicious bowl, which is our more traditional ahi poke. It's so um, good. And it's uh, it's marinated. And it's really healthy, soy, Dr. Honey. McMillan. I just want to tell you, it's super <laughs> super healthy. And Anna. Exactly. <laughs> It's very healthy, but it comes. But when it's served, it comes with a whole variety of things. It's like a salad. Well, so in in Hawaii, and a lot of my uh, Hawaiian customers, when they come in, they are purists when it comes to po- when it comes to poke. Okay. So what they'll do is they'll just they just want the rice, they want the poke, they want the you know maybe a little seaweed salad, maybe a little sesame seed, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And then that's uh, that's usually how I can tell when when they're uh, actually from Hawaii. Now everybody else wants to add the toppings, and okay. you know, that's one thing that we pride ourselves on is being able to give the customers exactly what they want. So mm-hmm. we have a plethora of uh, toppings that you can add. So like the seaweed salad and yep. the edamame and exactly. coleslaw. Uh, so that's a, uh, a, a seafood salad. It's a seafood salad. Oh, like crab? Yeah, yeah it's a, crab. so it's made with the imitation crab. Right. But uh, we call it a seafood salad. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have the beet pickled daikon. Right. Which is that? 
and that's right. something that we pickle ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pickle it with beet because we don't want to add any extra uh, uh, food coloring or anything like that. Right. Uh, and that's what turns it that color. Okay. Uh, we also have like a little watermelon. So you radish. mentioned your Hawaiian customers. Are there a lot of Hawaiians in? Tiffany's Washington? from Hawaii. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot actually, and then um, they 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 just sometimes they're traveling in and. Uh, I mean, do you have trouble when people do people stick their nose in the restaurant and go, "What's poke?" You know, <laughs> yeah, we do get that sometimes, uh, and then you know they're always wondering, is it is it poke or is it poke? Uh, this is, d- I mean, and tell us about these other two dishes because it's hard to tell. Okay, what- so this is uh, our volcano, and it's basically a, a spicy tuna. And uh, the way we do this differently is instead of using like a, a ground tuna that a lot of you know sushi places it would mm-hmm. use and something they that you see it. in a roll, we actually take uh, you know loin tuna loin and we hand cut it and uh, into into these chunks. Mm-hmm. And then we use the same type of sauce, mm-hmm. uh, and we just make that into uh, the volcano. So right. what? So our, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about the different offerings that you have, mm-hmm. and like what what the system is when people come in. Like, do you just order a dish, or is it like going down a conveyor belt, and you're like, I want some of that, I want some of that. So we'll walk people through it. Okay. Absolutely. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We are digging into some poke. We'll be back in just a sec. Welcome back to Foodie and the Beast. Before we get back to the show, I want to remind everybody that the market at River Falls in Potomac is having quite a quite a sale. The, the, their beef special ends on the 30th, but it's 20% off uh, uh, all their beef. And beef at the market at River Falls is not your run-of-the-mill hamburger, friends. It's way number one. Um, and they're starting in July. They're doing 20% off pies from the Whisk Bakery and 20% off organic Ice creams from Trickling Springs and uh, Dolceza Gelatas. So I guess we got to go back, right? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Carrie Chow. Yes, sir. Let's okay, talk so about. Let's, first of all, we haven't told people where you are, where they can find you. Let's give everybody your address and where you are. All right. We're at 806 H Street in Northwest in mm-hmm. Chinatown. We're okay. between 8th and 9th on H Street, right next to the Five Guys. Mm-hmm. It's a nice location. And let's talk about the kind of seafood that you're bringing in um how do you go about sourcing it is that a priority for you oh definitely so you know we always try to bring in the safest uh seafood uh our tuna is hand line caught it's wild um you know it's it's sustainable mm-hmm. uh, it's fair trade okay. uh, so that uh, you know all the fishermen that are out there that are working hard to bring in these fish you know we're making sure that they get the the customers ask the about that i mean do they not so much <laughs> i think uh, you know most people they just you know they just want their poke and then mm-hmm. well, something kind of delicious back to that there. article that was in the post the other day about what that what, article was terrible the, post the other day it was a horrible <laughs> article. but about did anybody see that in the style section yesterday becky crystal's article it was all about the prices of restaurant you know of, of entrees and and you know why they're more because of the rents and the sourcing. Actually, and all that she and didn't. She didn't address Actually, she any didn't of that. Mention rents, she didn't really talk about. Anyway, it's so unimportant to what we're so, doing here. But so, but your I mean, they're up? looking for a good meal and they're looking for the right price. Yeah, this stuff mm-hmm. is beautiful too. This is a, a real lunch. This is great. How much are these entrees? Um, so generally these are uh, they start anywhere between ten ninety nine and they'll go up to like uh, fourteen ninety nine. It's a steal. Yeah. So that is right, but it also depends on how you're putting it mm-hmm. together, right? And right. they all come with rice. Uh, yeah. Can you do or, it without rice? Yeah, you can definitely. We have uh, mixed greens. Okay. Um, but it's we, brown rice, right? Oh, we have white rice, we have brown rice, and then we no. have uh, the forbidden rice, which is black rice. Black rice. rice. Right. Yummy. Delicious. Yeah. Um, and when so when people come in, is it it's not already prepared, right? Everything is put together? 
Well, how so does it, it work? It's very much like a Chipotle. Okay. Uh, and so it's it's a fast casual. So what you do is you you choose your base. Uh, so you, if you want white rice, black rice, brown rice, mixed greens, or you can do half and half mm -hmm. as well. And then you just choose the number of scoops of protein that you have. Um, or you can go with the signature bowl, which is already made up. Okay, uh, cool. And then, so then you can go down and you can choose, you can mix and match the proteins if you want the aromatic salmon, you want the the ahi tuna, you want. So wait, you guys use tablets for ordering? How are you guys doing it? Oh, well, so we have different uh, ways of ordering. Uh, there's the traditional way where you're going and you're standing in line. Mm -hmm. uh, some people are in the need for speed for lunch. Right. And so what they do is they can go to the self-ordering tablets. Mm -hmm. and um, that Just put it in? They can just punch it in, and it's faster because we have a, another line. Wow. That, that's dedicated. But, I mean, if that. you look at it just from the terms of value and getting a, a, a getting filled up for lunch, you know, for like two bucks more than what a Subway sub and a bunch of chips and a Coke will cost you, you get this. This is stunning right and, so. and a lot of it is you know a lot of the comments that you see sometimes on yelp reviews and things of that nature are like oh it's so expensive but you know it's we're not dealing are you kidding? with it how could you look <laughs> at this and call call this expensive yeah. you know what i mean i mean listen if you don't want to pay that amount of money for lunch go then to yes, arby's then, right, right yeah. then it's expensive but if you're if you're looking for quality and value then this is certainly it. And Do you know health. what I mean? Exactly. I mean, this is all healthy food. This right. is great. And I don't think that they understand what the food cost is for something that is a you know sushi-grade, sashimi-grade type of protein. This is premium product. Right. Everything here Beautiful. is premium product. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you're not finding forbidden rice everywhere. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that one's actually hard to find. We actually have to, like, run around to, to grocery stores sometimes trying H -mart. to find it. Dun, 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 dun. Sometimes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's tell everybody where you are again. Uh, we're at 806 H Street Northwest between 8th and 9th in Chinatown. All right, and everybody, we're on Facebook Live. If you want to look at the, these at the bowls, are beautiful. They're beautiful they're stunning, so. and delicious. And everybody in studio needs to grab some because don't make me eat it all by myself. That's right. Please. All right, come on. All right, so all let's right. go back to Jordan. I got a question for Jordan. Why wine? Why You're from Canada. I know they have, what do they have, ice wine in Canada? Ice wine and hockey, I think, is all they got up there, right? Yeah, you know, there's something about playing hockey with a glass of wine that doesn't work either. But uh, no, actually, the, in the Niagara region, there's a lot of wine made. So, I mean, my last year there as a winemaker, I made more ice wine than Virginia made wine, let alone all the dry stuff as well. Is that true? Really? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, to put perspective, I mean, Virginia makes about 600,000 cases. My last job, I made 1.6 million cases. Um, and that, So, that's in Niagara. But Are you bragging? No, I mean it's just it's you a asked. it is a fairly big region there. Um, but how did I get into it? I got into I started in the restaurant business actually. Um, managed a little Italian restaurant for a couple of years after going through culinary school, and then decided that that wasn't going to be what I could do for the rest of my life. So I went back to school for knowledge and viticulture, and yeah, played around, loved hanging out in the fields, loved playing with dirt, which is actually what drove me to Virginia. I wanted to get back into a smaller style winery and. And yeah, plain and dirt. Yeah. And Graham, we're, we're going to ask you guys uh, what you're pouring next, but this is a whole family business. Everybody in the family is involved? That's correct. Yeah, it's uh, my wife, uh, myself, my son, his wife, and then we have two other siblings that own a small uh, percentage of it. So. And what were you looking to do? Like, were you just loved beer and you were like, these are the kinds of flavor profiles I'm looking for? Yeah, what to be honest it? with you, we decided that we wanted to open a family business before we decided we wanted to open a brewery. Uh, we looked at a lot of franchise opportunities. None of them floated our boat, and then we decided that we'd try to turn our 
a hobby into an avocation and uh, did a lot of research, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, due diligence, and and finally ended up with uh, with the brewery. That's amazing. Right. So, what are you guys pouring? What are you guys next? pouring next? Uh, I'm going to be pouring our golden ox, which is a golden ale. It's the one that's most popular in our tasting room. Okay, great. And uh, as a little plug, I mean, I got to say, I had some golden ox last night. Not that I'm cheering for beer or anything on this, but right, it was right, pretty right. delicious. I'm going to pour some Chardonnay from uh, yeah, our hill block that's within the Navai Vineyard, which you just tried. Okay, but just and we did variety. not get to discuss the first wines that you poured. So when we come back, to you guys, let's discuss. Both of these. Okay? I like what Jordan had to say. He obviously got your check, Graham. So that's great. <laughs> All right, so let's let's turn to health and vitality. Yes, let's uh, turn Nav- to health, Nav- and health and vitality. Center is an integrated healthcare uh, center. It's a, a, a wellness center, right? Uh, Dr. Lakeisha McMillan and uh, Anna Goldsecker is, uh, uh, is with us. She's Anna's a Anna. 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 <laughs> you know, okay. too many Annas and Annas mm-hmm. is a nutritionist. And I'm going to let you take over because you've been through the experience. I have been through the experience. I feel very, very fortunate. But I'm going to let the doctor start off and tell us exactly what the Nava Health Center is. So uh, Nava Health and Vitality Centers has come up with a proprietary method to take a deeper dive into your health and look at you a little more closer mm-hmm. than what would normal what would happen probably in a traditional um, Western type of medicine setting. So we in, we use integrative medicine, where it's more of kind of an Eastern feel, where we put in more integrative care and more other types of um, of uh, of um, methods, methods and right. offices. It's exactly, and so um, it's not just come in and um, kind of take one type of okay, what's your chief complaint? But we also look at you as a whole person. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot more in terms of doing a review of systems. So we have a whole lot of yes or no questions. I always tell clients, I'm gonna ask you a whole lot of yes or no questions. Mm-hmm. That helps us take a deeper dive into a review of systems as along with your lab work. Once we do that, we pull it all together and we come up with your custom vitality plan. And that's to help you get to your 100%. Everybody's different. And so what you want to achieve is different from what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where we come together and we say we want to work alongside your regular practitioners, what people would call their, you know, their regular, regular practitioners, right. and, and be able to add a compliment. Mm-hmm. We're not going to step in and take over, but we're going to add that other piece of the puzzle that can help make it all and see the big picture for you. Well, and it's a lot of preventative care, it feels like. Absolutely. And so, Anna, how does being a nutritionist play into this scenario? So we think that nutrition is key, right? Mm -hmm. If you're here seeing us for inflammation and you keep doing things that are inflammatory, you're just going to go around in circles, which I think is what most people are experiencing nowadays. They just can't get to wellness. So the president should stop tweeting because that's so inflammatory. (laughs) We don't want to go there. Another show. Yeah. Yeah. But so basically that's what that's what we're doing is we we just want to make you aware, ah, this could be causing you issues. This could be causing you issues. Let's look in this direction. Mm -hmm. And just to give you information, awareness. Um, what to change, right? A lot of people don't know even even how to change. There's so much stuff on nutrition. I heard that you uh, asked there. my wife how her sex life was. Did you oh. say hubba hubba? <laughs> <I hope. laughs> 
Oh, I said. What a man! We do go there. I was perfectly happy with my. Show you the the video. Oh my gosh! It's a big deal. Yes, you have me. That's what he thinks. Great! I don't think I'm old enough for this conversation. Yeah, maybe that's another show too. I don't. Um. So, but you work, the two of you work in conjunction with each other. Absolutely. So as a patient comes in mm-hmm. and like gets their feedback, mm-hmm. you're both able to work together because your services are so important to what mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah, well, and that's right? that's part of the magic of NAVA mm-hmm. is that I can immediately, that second, look at all the testing that she mm-hmm. has put through. Absolutely. So I don't have to go call your doctor's office, get the blood work, mm-hmm. test mm-hmm. results, wait another week, right? Right then and there, I can mm-hmm. look at your all the things that you've already done mm-hmm. and build upon that. Okay. Absolutely. And we and the beauty of Nava is that we know that if we change and and do something in one area, because we have five areas of essential wellness that we look at. Right. If we can affect one of those areas, you're going to have a domino effect. You're going to well, have this synergistic effect. What are effect. the five areas? Beautiful um, question. So the five areas um, that we look at, we look at weight, um, normal weight and digestion, or healthy mm-hmm. weight and digestion. We look at hormone balancing. Mm-hmm. We look at sleep, restorative sleep. Mm-hmm. inflammation control and stress and balance life stress and balance and life balance mm-hmm. and we believe that if we can affect a change in any of those areas because when you come in we're going to look at how all of those areas are for you and where you know we're going to tweak them right. but we're not going to do it all at once i always tell our clients you know we're going to start off we're mm-hmm. going to have you know we're in a marathon this is not a sprint mm-hmm. we're going to be with you for the long haul mm-hmm. and so let's look at the first what is phase one what are we going to implement first and the beauty of this is that you're so integrated we look at you as a whole person Mm -hmm. that once we start affecting change in one area there's going to be this domino effect so somebody can come in for saying, you know, I just don't feel right. My energy is low or I just mm-hmm. don't, I feel off kilter kind of something. And so when we do those labs and we look and we're like, okay, well, maybe your hormones need to be balanced. And when I right. say hormones, we're not just talking about sex hormones. We're talking about your thyroid, your adrenal gland. So we're mm-hmm. looking at the whole hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. Mm-hmm. So when we look at that whole axis there and we're able to start tweaking, amazingly, sometimes your sleep gets better. Okay, and you know, amazingly, your digestion gets better because you're getting better sleep. And then we have Anna come in, and and we're talking about foods that are inflammatory. And so you get this domino effect and this synergistic effect, and that's the beauty. You actually feel better. We're gonna take a break in a second, but when we come back, we're gonna talk about whatever hypothalamic means, (laughs) and also about your hyperbaric, your the oxygen chamber. Oh, Mm, I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about for the claustrophobes, the vampire face. that. Like when I walked in there and I. I saw that. I was like yeah. taking pictures of it and sending to my friends. I'm like, okay, everybody, we gotta we do need this. To this out. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. I just saw a, a, an astronaut movie where they were in, you know, going into deep space and they're locked in those chambers. Like, I don't think so, but I okay, want to know. That about was a it. science fiction movie. It was. So, come on. It wasn't. All right. I this it was is David and Nikki Nellis with Booty and the Beast. We are getting very healthy in studio, <laughs> but we are also drinking some wine and um, snacking on some poke. So it's not so bad. This uh, We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis, and we're still talking about Nava Health Center. Health and Vitality? What is yeah, it? Health and Vitality. Vitality. I did it. And I asked before about the hyperbaric uh, oxygen chamber. Talk about that. I mean, because you hear ball players are doing it. Mm-hmm. What's it do for mm-hmm. you, and how often do you have to do it, et cetera? So hyperbaric oxygen therapy is a way to do, to have a person to literally heal, start healing the body so what it does is that it delivers oxygen at a higher pressure. When you have oxygen at a higher pressure, you deliver more of the oxygen to the lung beds. 
and right at those alveoli, which are your very small sacs down in your lungs, that's where all the blood is, the nice rich blood, and, and the red blood cells then absorb that oxygen, and it takes it throughout the body. It's gonna take it to wherever it's really needed, and what happens is oxygen helps to stabilize free radicals, it is an anti, um, antioxidant, so it helps the cells to heal mm -hmm. themselves. And so depending on what you need when you come into NAVA, what is your course, will more than likely say you more than likely need hyperbaric, more probably once How a week. How long do you stay in there? It's about an hour, half an hour. Do people freak five. out? Do they get claustrophobic? No, it's a really nice mm -hmm. big chamber. It's almost like you're laying in your bed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of space a lot between of your space. face and the top. You don't even touch so the sides, bed, you know. It's more, it's, it's more than more space. Yeah. Okay. And so people go in with their iPods, they go in there, they're watching mm -hmm. movies on mm -hmm. Netflix. I mean, they're just very calm mm -hmm. and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And what Such about, nice. um, so we talked a little bit about IV mm -hmm. treatment. Mm -hmm. That's sort of new, like, I think it was really big in LA a couple of years ago, yes. and it's just sort of made its mm -hmm. way over to the East Coast. Yes. Can we talk a little bit about it? Because there's a lot of people who kind of poo-poo it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. can we talk about what it is and then how people can integrate that into their health? So it's yeah. it's it's an infusion of nutrients. Mm -hmm. um, you can do it for many different things. Oh my gosh, you're putting delicious So I tell people to do it specifically if they're feeling run down, mm -hmm. if they're feeling any kind of toxic overdose. So if we start putting them on, you know, getting a gluten-free diet mm -hmm. or a dairy-free diet, and they're feeling a little bit yucky, doing an IV infusion usually helps that. Mm -hmm. And now doing an IV infusion and then getting into the hyperbaric chamber, now you've got like a pow-pow, right? Now right, you've absolutely. got like When does anybody have time healing. to go to work? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're open on the weekend, right? And we're also opening. We have evening hours. Evening. Talk so. about the model because you mentioned before, and I didn't know this. A membership. I assume you yeah. can come in and do all the card stuff. But yes. what's the membership yeah. all about? Sure. So you can come in off the street, right? You can come in off the street, getting uh, get a massage, get an acupuncture treatment, mm -hmm. just like mm -hmm. you would anywhere else. But the real way to use Nava is to become a member. Mm -hmm. um, then everything you get at a reduced rate. Mm -hmm. So that's the way to make this affordable, doable, and really that's what we're. Do we want to talk about what a membership costs? Uh, I think it's it's eighty nine a yeah. month. I believe is uh -huh. the cost. Yeah. And when you, the thing and when is you, that what? I don't keep those costs in my I head. I got you. That's <laughs> so, right. But and then you get yeah. like one you get one free month. therapy, yeah. correct? Like, and then you get a discount on everything, on everything else. else. So really, right. that's kind of the way to do it right. and to make all of this affordable. I can tell you, um, if you come see me outside of Nava, I'm way more expensive. Sure. So mm -hmm. this is definitely the way to go. Yeah, the way to go now for a doctor appointment. Even now there are multiple facilities, right? Yeah, you have one in Chevy. Chase and one in Rockville, yeah. Columbia, and DC, and DC as well. Okay, mm -hmm. so you're in multiple places. So yeah. if I were a member, I could go to any of those. Oh, absolutely. We properties. have members. Oh, you're that... not a member yet. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> a big joiner. The, I'm a big joiner. You can't name <laughs> something that takes members. When I found except, out, I was except like, the oh. American Nazi Party. <laughs> which is not Here's a what's neat: you could work in DC, see us in DC, right. and then come to Columbia, see me, and I can see all of your records. Absolutely. So okay, that's all really amazing. We're all integrated. We're all under one computer system and i love that be yeah. like you mentioned before yeah. because 
inside outside in my other practice where I used to be in the OBGYN world, if mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to another mm -hmm. practitioner, mm -hmm. I'd have to take time, call mm -hmm. them up, see if they're available. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are times where when we're all together in mm -hmm. the in the little room, yeah, in the break room, in the break room, I'm able to say, hey, I just saw this client yeah. really quick. Mm -hmm. This is what she needs. Yeah, and okay. this is what's going to happen. Yeah, this and, is, but it's yeah. all in the notes too. But we're able to still sit and talk. I, I communicate. Talk to the it's amazing. I talk to the How beautiful. It's just well, really and I just wonderful. have to say, as somebody who went through the process, mm -hmm. you know, I sat down with you for like an hour and we really went over everything and you asked I mean I didn't find them invasive questions but it was a very healthy talk mm -hmm. about like where I am mentally physically yeah. my diet mm -hmm. my exercise where is she mentally okay. um, I'm in a much better place so and then you know you took some yeah. blood work and then I did not meet with you I met with one of the other doctors right. earlier this week and she really went through all the results with mm -hmm. me and it was really fascinating because fascinating. not only didn't she tell me about where I was but she sort of put it into perspective where other women my age mm -hmm. would be and mm -hmm. I mean I will say I felt pretty good for <laughs> because um, you know I didn't need a lot but like her recommendations or your recommendations right. as a group mm -hmm. was very interesting because mm -hmm. um, you really checked things that I don't think a lot of people mm -hmm. right get checked on Absolutely. regularly right. like even when you go for a physical do you know what I mean like yes. I just feel like I, I don't know. I was told my testosterone was low. That was like the low on vitamin and D. And for a woman who thinks she was born with lots of testosterone, <laughs> right. that, that came as a real shock to yeah. my... Um, but, you know, vitamin D and magnesium were yeah. two interesting things. Mm -hmm. I actually wanted to talk about that because yes. how does one get more vitamin D and magnesium into their health mm -hmm. um, other than laying out in the sun and taking pills? Is there another way to do that? Yes, to look at what's depleting you. Yes. Okay. Right. So that's that's also a big thing is to not see not only see what you know what more do I need right what mm -hmm. what else can I input but it's like why are you so depleted what is going on that's another way to look at things that's what we do. Interesting. So, all right, yeah. tell everybody Stress. how to find Nava Health online. Right, I mean, we could sit here and talk yeah, all day about this. Yeah, we're at navahealthandvitality.com. Okay. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, we're, we're on all, all the basic all the things. things. And um, we have to give a shout-out. We have an 800 number. Because Dr. McMillan also has her own podcast. I sure do. I am House Call with Dr. Mac, and we help people connect their health thoughts. And I'm on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, wherever you consume your local podcast, and All you can right. find me on the web. Same Great. thing. Is that like both. the Foodie and the Beast podcast on iTunes? <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. All right. Thank you both. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Let's go back to Graham and Jordan for a second. Jordan, this wine was great. Yeah, this so, one. and I actually, mean, but we didn't talk about the first beer that Graham poured because that was really different. And Nikki doesn't like beer generally. It's, it's not that I don't like it. It's just not my go-to. But I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, this so, is much different than anything that you would expect. The first thing you're going to get is that hit of salt. Mm -hmm. you say that, a sour beer. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't belong in beer, but it does. Right. It's, and it's a pretty ancient style. It uh, started in Leipzig, Germany, and it's been brewed there for years and years, hundreds of years. Uh, so it's uh, lower in alcohol. It's about 4.5%. Uh, and it pairs really well with... Uh, all sorts of uh, fish dishes, uh, particularly anything with, like something with a citrus beurre blanc sauce or something. Mm -hmm. Anything with a citrus note, it would go very well with. Will it cure allergies? Because that's what I <laughs> No, no, you're on your own. <coughs> Sorry, guys. All right. And Jordan, talk about this wine because it's just awesome. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, well, that was the Chardonnay. And I yeah. mean, quite frankly, Chardonnay, it's a lot of people argue against it. 
but it's all about where it's planted. Chardonnay planted in a great place is going to make great wine. Chardonnay planted in a boring place is going to make boring wine. Well, Chardonnay's, uh, I mean, I, 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 believe me, I, my, I don't have an educated palate. My palate's in, mm-hmm. still in kindergarten, but they... Not, that's not the only thing that's still buttery. in kindergarten. Watch it. Okay. They're very buttery and all that. This is not. This well, is... That that's a that's more wine making as opposed to wine growing. I mean, you can make anything buttery and creamy. Really, it's just a matter of how it's made. If you again, if you have it growing in the right place, it's going to give you interesting character. It's going to hold on to its acidity. It's going to be a fresher style of wine that's more interesting. That's what we want to go after. Mm-hmm. Um, Chardonnay. It's just the most transparent variety you're going to get out there. It tells you where it's from and it tells you if it's a good place. And that's what we chase after. All right. All right. So yeah. what What's are we next? pouring next? Uh, so I'm pouring a Viognier uh, or Wagner, whichever you no, like Vigny to say. Owner. Viognier owner <laughs> yeah. or whatever, whichever you say. Um, I tend to prefer the Viognier pronunciation. But anyway, that's what we're going with. Uh, it's a brighter, fresher style of Viognier that we did um, to accentuate just the bright fruit of the 2015 vintage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just And it's a, you know, it's a Virginia classic. I mean, most people, when they think of Virginia now, they think of a lot of Viognier and Cabernet Franc. So I figured that's a good way to go. And it pairs well with some cool seafood in summer. So. All right, and Graham, what are you pouring? The Golden Ox. It's a uh, golden ale. Um, pairs really well with uh, mm. uh, fish, uh, chicken, pasta. And uh, speaking of Tarara, goes really well with crabs. So it's uh, All right, well, okay. All right. And, uh, what, b- briefly, just tell everybody when that event is. Uh, that's on July fifteenth. Uh, come hang out at Tarara from one till six ish. Um, we're just gonna have a whole bunch of crabs or fixins, just doing the Chesapeake fun, but also having the loud and flair with old ox and Tarara. And then after that, going and hanging out to the uh, concert area where they're also having. Where do we get tickets? Uh, go to tarara.com. T-A-R-A-R-A.com. Yep, just like banana, but changing out the uh, letters. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to screw everybody up, you know that. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh same sort of I concept. Mean, I know what you're saying, but <laughs> I mean, no. the stoners yeah, out there are going, what did he say, man? <laughs> what? Yeah, T-A-R-A-R-A.com. You just hit up, visit us, and it's, well, actually, it's right on the front page of it as well. It says the crab feast. All right. Check it out. Speaking of feasting, now we're going to talk to Chris Roberson. Who hello, is the... hello. Hi. How are you? How are you? Doing well, thank you. beautiful Chris setup you brought in. has a restaurant uh, at 9th and U called Atete. It's an Ethiopian restaurant. They just won the Open Table Diner's Choice Award. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I mean, And uh... he's put uh, more food in front of us. There's a lot of beautiful food. I mean, food. are these egg yolks? Yes. Damn, those are gorgeous. Those egg yolks are poached right. in a spiced butter, right. Ethiopian spiced butter. So it's give delicious. us the 411 on Atete, and I'm going to dig in with my wife here. So Atete is on 9th and U, 1942 9th Street, North, mm-hmm. Northwest. Uh, okay, so what you can find in front of you, you have our injera tacos, which people are really, really uh, loving. It's kind of a play on everything you could find on a traditional platter, in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the base is But these a are things chicken. you invented, essentially. Well, this wait, dish, let's back up. Let's talk about like a concept yeah and what you're doing so let's stay focused a little bit so let's talk about a tete the kind of food that one is getting there and then we can get into the individual dishes focus, yeah so focus. so the the restaurant is a global small plates uh, with the ethiopian influence mm-hmm. that's kind of our tagline that we've been going with um so you can go there get some small plates tapas style and also have some traditional dishes and platters as well okay and yeah. so as you were incorporating other uh influences yes what were you looking to do like were there flavors in traditional ethiopian cuisine that you were like i would like to add this to it like how are you putting it all together well when it comes together it's more so just like how you eat and what you're what you're thinking about for me as like a a chef 
uh, more so than trying to go after a very specific idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ideas usually come just as I'm eating. So okay. like with the taco, um, the the wat sauce that's on the chicken. I love that everybody dish. in the studio has one in their hand and it's eating. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. That's great. Um, you know, it's a dish you you traditionally eat Ethiopian food with your hands with the injera. The same mm-hmm. thing that you have here, except we've just toasted it, changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the flavors in the base there remind um, mm. some guests of ours. So we had a couple guests from Mexico in, um, and two Mexican staff members, and they're like, "This flavor reminds me of mole." Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom is uh, from New Mexico, so I grew up eating this like Tex-Mex Mexican cuisine stuff and like tamales at home mm-hmm. and all that. So it's like flavors that kind of make sense in the form factor, um, but giving people a way to sit at the bar, have something light, and not have to sit down and have like a whole. Uh, stew meal or something like that. So it's have a uh, snack. so you're just taking traditions and making them a little non-traditional. Yeah, for sure. And then there's traditions that are just straight up traditional because there's no reason to change them at all. There's really no reason to change anything. It's just to be creative and, and to have, have some fun and give people different experiences. Right, we're going to take a quick break. When but, we come back, we're going to talk about all the delicious stuff you brought in. I want to hear about your inspiration, your muse, the Tete. Right? All right. Okay. All right. That sounds great. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be right back. All right, we're back on Fooding the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis, and along with the market at River Falls, we want to thank ProFish, Celebrity Cruises, and Central Farm Markets for sponsoring the show. And if you're not a sponsor, shame on you. Get on board. I mean, what's the matter with you people? Right. All right, so let's get back to Chris Roberson and Atete. Talk about... Well, first of all, let's talk about this dish, which people are seeing on Facebook Live. Right, it's so that's, beautiful, that's a, a play beautiful. on uh, kitfo. So kitfo is traditionally a beef, uh, raw beef, or can be cooked, but... Most folks know it as uh, raw beef. Right, it's very like similar a to beef tartare. Right. Um, what we do is a little twist. We use a wagyu beef, uh, so it's higher in fat, which is a little untraditional, mm-hmm. and it's incorporated with a spiced uh, uh, butter. There on top, you have some fresh That's cheese yummy. made from the restaurant, mm-hmm. um, and some poached egg yolks. The egg yolks are poached in uh, kibe, which is an Ethiopian spiced butter, and then on the side, you have some toasted injera chips. Very mm-hmm. crunchy, almost like cornflakes. It's very strange. But mm. it's so delicious. The, the tartness and the sourdough aspect of the injera like comes out. Half a rice check. There you go. Yeah, she's so like, I want to try that. Because <laughs> it's checks. <laughs> I see that you're eating cereal yeah. every day. And mm-hmm. I understand. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Talk about a tete. Oh, whole... she's she's amazing. Well, who is she? So she's the namesake of the restaurant. Um, the the chef that I trained under to pick up the original recipes and spices and techniques. Um, as well as finding some inspiration and some guidance in creating some new things and not being afraid to do it. You know, there's a um, beef tibs, a durek tibs. Uh, durek is like dry. It means hard, uh, mm-hmm. hard and dry um, that, that she had on the menu that was really, really good, and people liked it. And I feel like she really explored uh, something different where it's like a teriyaki base for the mm-hmm. sauce, which is not Ethiopian in any sense. You know, so that was a dish that she had on there that was kind of fusion already, and it's something that I wanted to recreate and bring back, and we have. Um, but and you know, people are really loving it. Ethnic foods aren't really strictly confined anymore. They're so we're, we're, I mean, we're globalized, and there are influences for sure. You know, sort yeah, of. yeah, yeah. That's one well, of the also things about availability. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like twenty years ago, I mean, I think if you mentioned some of the things that you brought in studio today, people would be like, "What? Like, I don't yeah. know what that is." Do you know what yeah. I mean? And um, I think now, you know, with all the ethnic markets that are around and, you know, H-Mart, like David said earlier, and even Whole Foods or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of markets selling a yeah, wide yeah, yeah. range of cuisine. And just like with your last segment, getting into the health food world, with the with the rise of, like, health food uh, awareness, uh, people are becoming more familiar with teff, the grain that's used to make injara. So most places uh, make injara with 
uh, wheat flour, and a little bit of teff because it was a hard grain to okay, bring into the teff? country. I don't know what teff, teff is. Teff is a small, smaller than quinoa sized grain indigenous to that region of Africa that Ethiopia is in um, and is used for the bread. It's like a okay. s- sourdough fermented and then kind of made like a crepe. The bread is normally very spongy. Yes. Right? Yes, Super yes, yes. spongy. Yes. So, um, so it's made with that grain normally completely? Yes. So we import from Ethiopia 100% teff okay. uh, injara. So which is injara is gluten free? Yes. Not all injara is gluten free. But yours is? Not all of ours that we serve. Okay. So what's commonly used in the U.S. Um, because of availability, and like I was saying with the health food market, people mm-hmm. are becoming more familiar with teff because of the gluten free, the rise in the gluten free allergy issue that people have. Okay, um, it's becoming like more available, mix. right? Yeah. Um, huh. But the common injara that a lot of people have is uh, teff and barley flour, wheat flour, or something like that. Okay, so, so it can be yeah. played with. Yes. In order to do it. So, but if somebody comes in and they're gluten free in your restaurant, you we can have accommodate. It. Oh yeah, for That's sure. That's amazing. For sure. And there's um, no, and I try not to do like secret allergies too. So if it's, but always you know check in with your server and, and let them know that you do have a food if allergy. If you have allergies, you have to be a self advocate. I mean, that's all there is to it. Like you have to say, I can't have right. X. Like yeah, that's yeah. you know that's all on you. And sometimes people have a laundry list, and I had like one one guest a, a while ago, and they were amazing. They pulled a card out, like a laminated card, and they're like, "These are the things I can't eat." Sorry amazing. for the inconvenience. You know what Chris said? It's really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was happy that they like cared enough to be proactive to like say, you know, this is what's going on, as opposed to. I think like, in the oh, restaurant world today, given gluten-free, carb-free, dietary restrictions, peanut allergies, like you really have no choice but to like figure out how to work within that world. Because if you can't, you can take the Five Guys approach and just put peanuts in the lobby. They're not changing that oil. They're not right. changing that fryer oil. Right. <laughs> but actually, um, if you're allergic to peanuts, you are not allergic to peanut oil. Oh, yes, that is correct. Yeah. So you can totally eat. But the some fry. people will still be like, no, 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 no. But well, then that's they got because the, they're not educated. So is that why they put the peanuts in there? I to, like, push I people think, out? I think they just don't want them in there. <laughs> think, they don't want them yeah, in there? They don't either. want them in there. That was a hostile move. Yeah, get out. Because <laughs> it's right, the protein. Let's make sure everybody knows where Atete is. So Atete is located at 1942 9th Street. And you okay. can catch us online, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. E-T-E-T-E. Underscore yes, DC. exactly. Yes. We can't wait to come in. It's food. beautiful. Yeah, thank delicious. you for bringing some of those things in. Good stuff, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying it's delicious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can see you eating, so that's right. Works. Everybody's <laughs> eating it. Just <laughs> lastly, can you just talk about the um, pistachio, pistachio Napoleons? Yes. So this is a play on a between a Napoleon and a baklava. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing uh, pastry cream with a traditional Napoleon, mm-hmm. uh, we do a pistachio nut butter. Here you have it in the cup. Um, is a little bit simpler form factor for well, eating I in can, a group like this as an hors d'oeuvre. I just mm-hmm. Atete is one of them, and it was delicious. Ah, oh, thank you. You didn't, you didn't like your plan, words? <laughs> no. It was good. It's like it a dad pretty, joke. You yeah. Know? Oh my god. Oh my god. Two weeks yes, in a row. Two weeks in a dad row. Joke. Dad right. joke. Awesome. That's right. Okay. My father-in-law would be proud. I'll deal with you later, <laughs> okay. son. All right, Graham, Graham, and Jordan. Um, uh, we got about two minutes here. Anything else? Who's the entertainment at this event out at Tarara? Uh, we've got actually. There's three different bands, and this is where I didn't do my own homework okay. about my own place. But there's three different bands. They'll come. They'll play different sets, and then there's a DJ kind of hanging out. Maybe Declan we're just, knows. We're just <laughs> making a lot of fun throughout the day. But the concert that's afterwards. So if you come out to the Crab Feast, then you also get tickets to the concert that's directly afterwards on the other side of the property. That's a, a Beatles cover sort of thing. Oh my I'm god, there. Beatlemania! You just yeah. invited David. Luke. It's so a wait, bird. are you guys making a rosé? Absolutely. Is yeah. that new? 
No, it goes in our boneyard line, so okay. it's our more playful lineup. So Tarara is very, you know, traditional and all that kind of stuff, and of course Rosé is traditional as well. Um, but it goes in the boneyard line, which is just kind of, you know, our more fun. Right? Form. Yeah. Is it a super dry rosé? Bone dry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's well, very, it's very, you know, crisp, bright, fresh. I mean, it's a summer sipper. Um, actually, it's probably the one that I drink the most of this time of year. Rosé all day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Graham, what's Graham, your, what are you pouring your next? last pour? Uh, we're going to take you to your hoppy place with our West Coast style oh, IPA. Oh, a punster. I like yes, it. Yes, oh, that's yeah. a dad joke, too. Yeah, <laughs> Thank well, you. <he's> dad. <laughs> um, and so we're not going to pro- like pronounce a winner here, right? Because everybody's a winner. Like We like both of them very, very much. Yes? A right? dirty secret is that the brewers love the wineries, and the wineries love right, the brewers, exactly. and we all get along very well together. Well, I have to look and see who gave me the biggest uh, check. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that we won, but right. that, that's uh, besides the point. It's true. I mean, it, it takes a lot of beer to make wine, and it's a it's a very friendly environment between the two, especially, I mean, in Loudoun County, you've got so many breweries and so many wineries right now. Right. Um, we just work well together. We have a good time. I mean, it's... It sounds like a good time. I, I saw Marianne, uh, Graham's wife, who's very silent over there, whispered to him that she'd slashed your tires. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and lastly, um, at Terrera, you guys do music all year, all summer long, Right. Yeah, and you know this year is kind of a uh, it's a really fun year. It's a great year for me because while we've been doing it for 13 years, this is the first year that we don't actually run it. Oh. So we it's actually Bowtie Strategies has taken it over. It's still on our property, but the concerts are better than they ever have been because you don't have a winemaker trying to put on a concert, which is generally <laughs> not the best idea. So yeah. it's just people can come with picnics, or you guys have t- – just give people a quick yeah. run-up on what it is. Sure. So, I mean, you can come with a picnic and all that kind of stuff. The only thing you're not allowed to do is bring alcohol that's not uh, from Tarara because – for both the fact of, you know, I want you to buy our wine, plus it is illegal and we would lose our own license. Um, but actually four concerts this year as well. We do have Old Ox because we're allowed to do that four times in a year where we kind of play around um, and invite our neighbors. So mm-hmm. there is those chances. But, yeah, there's food for sale as well. But you are definitely welcome to bring a picnic, have a good time, hanging out by the lake, listening to some cool tunes. And, and it's, right. it's kid-friendly, so, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, my kids normally trash the joint. Okay. <laughs> They're trashing can, our joint right now. I can see that. They're trashing <laughs> our All right, so that's pretty much the show. want to remind everybody to follow Nikki on WTOP live every Thursday at 1240 mm-hmm. on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and our Instagram. podcast at Instagram. Our podcast is up. It's Foodie and the Beast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, what else have I got? That's well, it. So what about we, next week? Uh, well, we're not here next week. It's July Fourth weekend, so oh, we man, hope everybody awesome. has awesome. a lovely Independence Day. You should grab some uh, Old Ox Brews or some uh, Trera Rosé, and definitely everybody needs to head to Atete and get uh, to Poke Papa. And uh, enjoy for the holiday because there's so much delicious food to have. But the following week, we have uh, the people from Kirasan coming in and also from Trummers on Main will be in studio. And Jamie Leeds is coming in. They are starting drag brunches. And I believe a drag queen is coming in studio. It's going to yes, be a I whole am. bunch of fun. <laughs> We're going to get you dressed up. So thank you to everybody for all your help today in studio. It was another delicious show Yay. and educational as well. And we hope everybody has a delicious week.
WFED Washington, WWFD Frederick, WWWTFMHD2 Manassas, WTLPFMHD2 Braddock Heights Frederick, the Washington, D.C. home of Navy Athletic.